Hi there, this is Ellis Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, November 18, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has some great tools and some perks for the better and is legal for residents of most states in the U.S., and covers most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Check it out at amwager.com. You can also get the written version of this blog, the Key Races and Bets blog, at amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet Stars blog. Don't need to be logged in to do that, but if you're not a member, while you're there, check it out. You'll be happy you joined. We're going to start with the Notebook Stakes, Race 4 at Aqueduct, Saturday, November 18th. This has a post of 119 Eastern. Up to six of these two-year-olds only know how to run to the lead and will only take two or three to go way too fast and have the ability to hold off a horse named Agalos the Great, a proven stalker. Agalos the Great finished second and third respectively in his last two starts in similar New York-bred stakes races to the same winner who's not in this field. And the only time previously Agalos the Great ran this six furlong distance, he rallied from fifth to draw off by five lengths in powerful fashion. He gets the two post with one of two of the needle one of the needle lead types inside, and four or five of the others with the same style in the outside, and that gives Egglos the Great a nice shot to get up in time under Manny Franco, who rode him to that win at this distance in September. In the notebook stakes, race four at Aqueduct Post one nineteen Eastern. On Saturday the 18th, Agalos the Great is a good win bet at 2-1 to one or more. And then we'll play some doubles here. In race 4, Agalos the Great. And in race 5, we're going to play Freedom Trail, Integration, and Classic Catch. Moving on to race 5 at Aqueduct on Saturday the 18th. This is the Hill Prince Stakes with a post of 148. And the main win contenders are Freedom Trail, Integration, and Classic Catch. I'm going to start with Freedom Trail who showed talent in his very first race 14 months ago, September 2022, when winning around two turns on turf at first asking. His second career start was in the Awad Stakes on the Sacramento Turf Course. He did not disappoint, rallying from 6th of 7 to win. He moved back to dirt for the Kentucky Jockey Club Stakes, or moved to dirt, next month, and he finished 8th of 9. All that proved was his best races would be on the grass in his career. Then rested three and a half months, allowed to grow up. Freedom Trail reappeared in a stakes in Florida in March, only managed fourth. And that was the first of four races in which he was uncompetitive all stakes. However, a brief layoff from mid-July till September 21st appears to have made a difference. That's because in his most recent race on September 21st, Freedom Trail showed top form when rallying from six in the early stages to miss by a neck on the wire. That earned him a career best. 112 Echo Bay Speed Figure, which is also the best in the field. And considering that Freedom Trail is now making his second start following two months off, even better should be expected. And that makes Freedom Trail the one to beat in this year's Hill Prince. Integration is undefeated in two races and appears to have a bright future on the grass. Similar to Freedom Trail, Integration won a two-turn turf race in his debut. Then in his second career start, stepped up in class, winning a stakes. That was the Virginia Derby. And integration improved from a 91 figure to 107 in that race. Rested a couple months since then, but having shown capable of winning fresh as he did in his debut, integration has every right to improve off his effort and figure and his figure 
and it's a very strong win contender in this field. Classic Catch rounds out the contenders. He's raced entirely on dirt in his nine-start career, but not for lack of trying to run on the grass because his last two races were scheduled for turf at run on the main track. Those were his two best efforts. The first of the pair was in August, on August 9th, when, at the longer distance of mile and a quarter, Classic Catch stalked the pace setter in second from the start and gamely fought down to the wire to prevail by a neck. That effort earned a career-best 101 figure. Two, races, two months later, on October 7th, Classic Catch just missed by three-quarters of a length in the Jock Club Derby Invitational, finishing three clear of the next horse and earning a 99 speed figure. With the pedigree that suggests he will run as well or better on grass as he is on dirt and cutting back an eighth of a mile, he would just need the slightest improvement to run as well as Freedom Trail and Integration. So, Classic Catch rounds out a trio of contenders that seem to have an edge in this race. For the Hillprint Stakes, race five at Akaduk on Saturday, November 18th with a post of 148. My first win bet is going to be on Freedom Trail at 9-5 to five or more, and that's going to be my biggest win bet. Then, we have minimum odds on Integration at 2-1 to one, and minimum odds on Classic Catch at 3-1. to one. And the best way to bet this race, assuming Freedom Trail is 9-5 to five or more, is to bet him first, then make a win bet on one of the other two at the highest odds. Another way to bet is to use a dutching tool which prorates your wages for the best value. And there's a free one in Amwager, which is easy to use, in which all you need to do is put the amount you want to win in total. And the math is done for you based on the odds, and that helps you get the best edge. That's just one of many good tools and perks for betters at Amwager.com. For the exacta, we're going to box Freedom Trail Integration Classic Catch. And then just for a 50-cent trifecta, I like playing the three contenders overall over the three contenders. That would mean Freedom Trail Integration and Classic Catch overall over Freedom Trail Integration and Classic Catch. By playing both the exacta and trifecta, we can win if any two of the three finish first and second or first and third. And if all three finish in the top three, we win both bets. Moving down the card at Aqueduct to race nine, this is the Aqueduct Turf Sprint Championship with a post of 343 Eastern. The top contenders are Arshot and Witty, and the secondary contenders just slightly cut below in terms of probability are Alagon and Thin White Duke. Our shot is very consistent with three wins, two seconds, and one third in seven races on grass, all short sprints like this one. He gets the benefit of a very strong pace battle. As nothing better, Four Harp, Grateful Bread, and perhaps also Dancing Buck are all need the lead types for the best efforts. They always have to have the lead and are all capable of running the first half in about 44 seconds. Our shot has run exceptionally well from as far back as ninth and as close as second. But I suspect I read Ortiz Jr., who's riding him for the first time, will have a mid-pack early and rolling past horses late, as was the case three back in a classified allowance turf sprint in, at Saratoga. Our shot missed by a neck, by three-quarters of a length, and by two lengths in recent similar stakes, and looks very tough in this situation based on his form since June in these kinds of races. Woody finished second in four straight between May and August, three of those turf sprint stakes like this, then switched trainers and has now won two in a row. Similar to our shot, Woody is exceptionally consistent with two wins in three seconds in six career turf sprints. And his last start, he closed from last of 12 to win going away and is very likely to get the same trip as our shot based on the fast early pace scenario. As such, Woody could be closing really fast and has every right to win his third in a row. Alagon and Thin White Duke are only slightly less probable to win, in my opinion, and depending on their odds, maybe good win bets. Alagon won the only previous time he ran on the aqueduct turf 
at this same six furlong trip one year ago, leaving from start to finish. And that was just how the race played out because his two wins since then have come from off the pace. We can ignore his most recent race, October 7th, which was moved to the main track. His effort right before that on September 9th in a her sprint strikes like this one is good enough when it's repeated. In that race, he battled head and head for the last eighth of a mile with Nobles, who next won the Breeders' Cup turf sprint. And that's why Alagon must be considered as a win contender here. Then why Duke beat our shot by a neck in the Harvey Pack Stakes at Saratoga this past summer, probably the best effort of his career. He stayed in the off-turf Belmont turf sprint the next month and finished second, then finished third in the mud in the stakes for New York Breads a few weeks ago. Jose Lascano was up for the win and gets back on. Anthony White Duke also has the style to close fast in the stretch, so must be considered at least for exact perfect wagers made in this race. In the Aqueduct Turf Sprint Championship, race 9 at Aqueduct, Saturday, November 18th, this as opposed to 343, we're going to start with our shot for a win bet, who I'll bet at 8-5 to five or more. Witty, be, Witty can be considered for a win bet at 3-1 to one or more. Allegon and Thin White Duke at 9-2 to two or more. To take best advantage of potential overlays and value in the win pools, this is another great race where a tool like Dutching Tool at Amberger comes in handy. What I'll probably do is bet our shot to win, and then use Dutching Tool to bet two of the other three for smaller amounts, Witty, Allegon, and Thin White Duke, at or above those fair odds. For the exact, I want to box our shot, Witty, Allegon, and Thin White Duke. And then for the trifecta, I want to play our shot over all over Witty, Allegon, and Thin White Duke. I think our shot has a big chance here. So by playing both the exact and trifecta, with the exact, if any two of the four come in first, but if our shot wins and any two of the other three come in third, with anybody second, we win. And if they come in second or third, we win the bet as well. Last race on this week's Key Races and Bets podcast and the blog, available free at amwaju.com, is the Kennedy Road Stakes. Race nine at Woodvine, post 512 Eastern on the 18th of November. The top win contenders are Flag of Honor, Dream Shake, and Ice Chocolate. And the secondary contender, or the one with a little less probability, is War Bomber. In this race, Jazz Hands is absolutely going to need the lead type. Draws the rail, demanding he be sent hard so that no other horse comes over and takes his path. The problem is, Patches O'Houlihan has an identical running style. And although he's raced second early in one race among the seven he's won, in the other six he led from start to finish. McLean's posse led from start to finish his last race and has been within the head of the lead after a half mile in four of his last seven. Then there's Rockcrest, who although having faded in the stretch in four straight, wired the field the last time Jockey Hoyt rode him in April, and that suggests Jockey will send him again using the same tactics. With such a high probability of a hot and hotly contested early pace, Flag of Honor gets top billing. He raced in North America for the first time just 20 days ago after importing from Australia. He won a $100,000 handicap down under in May at six furlongs on the grass and had five workouts on the all-weather before that local start. At Woodbine, and it was pretty impressive because he jumped in the air when the gate opened to be way last of 10, moved up to fifth after a half mile, led in the stretch, and then was beaten just a head and a half length for all the marbles after expending too much energy making up that ground after jumping in the air at the start. Leading jockey Kazushi Kimura gets on for the first time to go along with second off the layoff improvement and a strong 102 last race Echo Bay Speed Figure, which is tied for the best in the field with need the lead types Jazz Hands and McLean's Posse, and is likely to be better a lot. Dreamshake is nearing the half-million mark in earning some of it when winning the Grade 2 Connaught Cup Stakes on turf in July. He's one for one on the main track, so that's no problem moving back to the main track at Woodbine. And here's the enters the race off a strong effort from rallying from 11th of 13 in the Near Tick Stakes, also a Grade 2, beating inches in a six-horse photo for the win. 
He shipped back to trainer Mike Chittam's barn in Maryland after the Nearctic has worked well and ships back up to Woodbine, returning for another A effort good enough to win, particularly with an early pace scenario which favors his running style. Ice Chocolate was just a nose in front of Dream Shake in the Knot Cup, and he ran big the last time he won on the Woodbine main track when second beat less than length in the Jacques Cartier Stakes in May. Ice Chocolate was second in this race last year, last year's Kennedy Road Stakes, and he fits on all counts and gets a good outside post. War Bomber has won 7 of 22 races, nearly equally on turf and all weather. He found a mile and 16th around two turns a little too much in the arm stakes 13 days ago, but ran big when shortened up in July from around to a sprint like today, rallying from 6th to 2nd behind Dreamshake in the Cannot Cup. War Bomber also won the Grade 2 King Edward at a mile on turf, which is a one-turn mile on the E.P. Taylor, and that is and that and his best effort make him a contender here now that he's back around one turn. In the Kennedy Road Stakes, race 9 at Woodbine, Saturday, the 18th of November, with a 5-12 post. Flag of Honor is the one I'm going to look at first to bet him a 5-2 or more. Then I'll consider win bets on one of the other three, or maybe two of the other three, using the Dutching Tool at Amwager, depending on their odds. Dream Shake, 7-2 or more. Ice Chocolate, 7-2 or more. War Bomber, 5-1 or more. This is another race, again, where the Dutching Tool at Amwager will really help gain an edge, betting multiple horses in the race. Going to play two exactas here. The first is going to be a box of Flag of Honor, Dream Shake, and Ice Chocolate. And the second is going to be a box of Flag of Honor, Dream Shake, Ice Chocolate, and adding War Bomber. And then for the trifecta, and don't forget Woodbine has 20 cent minimum trifectas. You can get a lot of action here. I want to play a trifecta of Flag of Honor, Dream Shake, and Ice Chocolate overall over Flag of Honor, Dream Shake, and Ice Chocolate. And this trifecta bet complements the first exacta box of those same three because we win if they finish first and second or first and third, and if all three hit the top three, win both bets. Don't forget you can get the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, which of course is the aptly named Key Races and Bets blog, and it's totally free at amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, where if you're not a member, you can sign up. I'll be playing there all weekend. I hope you will as well, and don't forget you can get the Key Races and Bets blog at amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. I want to thank you so much for listening. I hope you make a lot of money this week, and we'll talk to you next week.